our Reach Next Generation podcast. I'm Grace Jeffries and I'm thinking about my future. To help me with this, I'm speaking with successful women to get an understanding of the challenges they have faced throughout their careers, how they overcame them and what tips they have for girls of my age. Today my guest is Jacqueline Simmons, who is the Senior Executive Editor of the Americas at Bloomberg LP. Thanks for joining me today, Jackie. Can we start by you telling us all how your career took you to the role you have today? Absolutely, and thank you for welcoming me. Um, So the career trajectory, let me think about that because I want to be succinct. I got into journalism in university. I thought I was going to be a lawyer, so I initially started thinking I would, you know, go to law school and yeah and over the course of my college years um it was at a time when there's a lot of upheaval around the world in eastern europe in china and i started editing for our opinion section of our school paper and mm-hmm. that basically set me on the path to knowing i wanted to do something in journalism and uh, knowing that I wanted to be abroad. <laughs> so yeah. the two worlds collided, and ultimately I got myself to Europe, um, and I learned French, and I was based in Europe um, over decades for what I do now, which is journalism, which has ultimately led to me being here in New York in the job I am in today. Mm. Well, when you were at school, did you know what you wanted to do or be ill? Did that happen more later in life? Well, if you mean when I was in primary school or high school, um, I had no idea what I wanted to do in in, in primary school. I thought it had something to do maybe with business. I always kind of imagine myself, you know, getting up in the morning, making my coffee and going into an office, (laughs) which is sort of what I do. Um, And I refined the idea um, in high school because I joined the debate club. And that's what got me thinking I wanted to be a lawyer. Um, And then again, college was where it crystallized that I have this real appreciation for journalism and languages. And that's where I kind of directed myself based off of those interests. Yeah. Well, I know that you went to Santa Clara University, but how important do you think it actually is to go to university? (laughs) How important is it to go to university? I think it's very important to go to university. And the reason, which is probably your next question, why, um, (laughs) I think it's important because More than anything, university teaches you how to think and how to structure your thoughts and how to articulate those thoughts. And I think part of being successful, whatever career one chooses, is the ability to articulate your voice. And that means structuring your thoughts in a way that are clear and cohesive um, and that relay the intention that you have behind them. And so I think it's also good to get exposure to different subjects, even ones you don't like, because it allows you to narrow down what it is you do like and what, importantly, what you feel passionate about. 
So I think the benefit of university is really that, structuring your thoughts and learning to use your voice and figuring out what it is you feel passionate about. Yeah. Well, obviously, we've all been hit by COVID, with things just beginning to feel normal again. But how have you had to deal with the COVID-19 issues, both personally and professionally? Yeah, that's a great question. So personally, I think everyone has been, you know, whacked from nowhere. Um, it was a really difficult time for everyone. Um, and my children's school, one of their teachers, I'm sad to say, died within oh. weeks of, you know, lockdown. And I think that was a real wake up call for them. And, you know, this is reality in addition to seeing empty streets in New York City, which, you know, you kind of never do. <laughs> yeah. So I think personally, it was kind of, you know, this, you know, the beginning of it, especially very ominous, um, mm. eerie, um, void sort of feeling. And I think professionally, um, we all had to adapt because, you know, you have to translate that into maintaining a sense of, you know, professional community, which is lost when you're not in the same room. So I think, you know, humans are amazingly resilient. And, you know, ultimately, we found tools and ways to adapt through that hardship. Um, but it's, you know, the the impact of it, I think it's still reverberating across you know, certainly my personal life and I think even our professional life. Yeah. Well, being an editor must be quite a busy job, but do you have any hobbies that help you to really relax outside of work? I do, actually. So I recently took up um, running, um, you know, uh, training for a a half marathon. Um, I'm not brave enough to do a full marathon, but I really got into running and I run several times a week and I'm really looking after myself physically. And so I'd say that that's a big hobby. I actually took up reading books again, which sounds funny. Like you don't read. I do. I did read. I do read um, a lot of newspapers and a lot of um, magazines, but I, you know, sort of physical books. I kind of, (laughs) <laughs> no pun intended or pun intended shelved the um <laughs> the act of picking up a physical book and reading it and I've actually discovered the public library and I'm in there all the time now yeah, well that's good so the world is changing so so much and super quickly but what do you think work for women might look like in maybe 10 years time Well, what I think it will look like and what I hope it will look like are two different questions. Um, But let's say what I hope it will look like. Um, I expect there will be even more of us in the workforce than we are, considering, you know, how many of us there are, um, usually half the population. And especially I hope that we will see more of us in positions of real authority, Um, not figurehead positions, but actually making decisions that are operational and strategic both in corporate and in society. Yeah. Well, throughout your career, have you had any mentors or have there been anyone that you particularly admire? Um, there are so many people I admire, um, and but few people I could say have been mentors. Um, I would just mention it is a lifelong process um, of finding mentorship and allies and sponsors and, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, there've been so many people in my life, both male and female who have 
encouraged me um, to do things as simple as just public speaking. Um, you know, in this case, I'm thinking of somebody in the UK who just was constantly pushing me to go on stage and do panels and put my face out there. And I never did it at the time, but I, I should have listened to him because it was amazing advice. Um, I ultimately did listen to him and many others, and I feel much more confident um, speaking publicly now. Yeah. Well, I just have to ask, do you have a couple of favorite stories or articles that you've written? Yes, I do, actually. And I would say that during 20, well, it's actually 2021, but I started reporting out my personal story um, for as part of a series called um, The Paycheck, where we looked at the racial wealth gap in America. And I use my family's story as a basis for that reporting. And, you know, obviously it's a very personal story, so I was very passionate about it. But I learned a lot of um, truths, both about my own family as well as about, you know, this country in terms of how we, um, you know, treat uh, people from uh, who are black, but also from just different demographics and sort of the history of, uh, wealth inequality in America, which is a very deep and big um, subject. That was my favorite subject and, and thing that I've covered, um, mm. both in writing and in podcast form. Well, it's good to be able to talk about something that you're very passionate about, I guess. Yeah, that's a really important word is passion. I think yeah. it's really important. So there's a lot of talk about pay equality generally. But how well do you think women are catching up with men's salaries and getting those top jobs, especially in journalism? Yeah, another very good question. I think, you know, when I started, we always talked about how women made, you know, 70 cents on the dollar versus, you know, you know, males. I think that that gap has changed somewhat. I think we're somewhere in the 80 cent to the dollar range or in that that area. So I think the gap is narrowing ever so slightly, but it's still some ways to go. And in terms of the question of women and top jobs in journalism, again, um, you know, I would put both women and, you know, sort of underrepresented groups in that category as well. Um, it's even further to go. Um, you can yeah. count pretty much on one hand. Um, but I think it's not just it's important to look at the top, top level, but to also look at the people who are shaping the coverage, you know, who are really, truly deciding, like, what goes on the masthead, what goes, what, what goes on, excuse me, the page one, what is being promoted as sort of the best of the best within a news organization. And I think that it's not obviously just the editor in chief. I think it's everyone, you know, one or two ranks below. And so I think there's a lot of work to be done still in newsrooms you know, um, globally, uh, if That's I'm honest. So throughout your career, you must have gathered loads of tips that would really help girls when they start to think about their careers and their own futures. Can you share some? Yes. So I alluded to it earlier when I said that we should um, learn to use our voice and to, you know, just get out there and speak publicly whenever possible. Um, I think for me, it was personally one of the most frightening things ever. Um, yeah. uh, going in front of an audience and, you know, being myself, yet trying to kind of 
perform as you were because you do have to be somewhat exuberant and you know keep people <laughs> awake. Um, so my number one tip would just be to join a debate club. You know, when somebody asks you to moderate a panel or just speak publicly, just go do it. Um, you know, raise your hand in class. You know, even if you might be feeling a little shy, challenge yourself. Say, okay, this week I'm going to raise my hand twice. You know, um, next week I'm going to raise my hand three times, you know, because I know the answer or I have a view and I'm going to just do it and just force yourself to do it no matter how uncomfortable it is, no matter how much your voice is. Um, quaking, just do it. Because I think that um, the gift you give as you learn to be, um, to use your voice is you inspire others and other women and other people who are underrepresented to use their voice. So it's yeah. kind of contagious. So last, I just wanted to ask, what do you find the most interesting part of your job or your favorite part of your job daily? So the most interesting part of my job is I have absolutely no idea what my day will look like when I walk through the door. Um, and I mean that because it's a newsroom and, you know, news is news and it's so unpredictable. And, you know, like some days you don't think anything's really happening. And the next day you don't think anything's happening. Everything is happening and all at once. <laughs> so I love that um, some unpredictability of the job. I also love the idea of you're being paid to be curious. Mm. And I think curiosity, whether it's journalism or any other field is, you know, kind of a key to life alongside that important word passion. Mm. And so um, that's kind of what I enjoy most. Um, and that curiosity is just about people and understanding what mm. makes people tick. So that's what I love. Well, I've really enjoyed chatting with you today, Jackie. Thank you so much. And I'm sure everyone listening will now be thinking about some of the choices they're about to make in their own careers. Keep listening to the Reach Next Generation podcast as they talk to many more brilliant women. And more information about us is at reachnextgeneration.com. And thank you to Levi Strauss, Ideal Standard, Sage PLC and Haynes Watts for their fantastic support.